0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home.
2: This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. Another restraining order halting enforcement of Illinois' gun and magazine ban could be coming soon. A month ago, the governor enacted a ban on selling and possessing more than 170 semi-automatic firearms and certain capacity magazines. Judges in two counties issued restraining orders keeping the government from enforcing the law on the plaintiffs only, but not the rest of the state. Last Friday, a judge heard a challenge filed in Macon County by State Rep. Dan Hawkins and others. The judge is considering whether to issue a restraining order that covers just the named plaintiffs or the entire state. The judge has indicated he's planning to make a ruling soon. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski has announced her guest at tonight's State of the Union will be Andrea Kelly of Decatur. Kelly is a graduate of the IBEW pre-apprenticeship program, currently working as a construction wireman. For more content, visit nowdecatur.com
3: ground keeps shaking in Turkey and Syria. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, hit by aftershocks the day after a powerful earthquake followed by another almost as strong. We started taking people out and we heard screams, but we did not know the source. We did not see anyone. They were all under the rubble. And the search through the wreckage continues. It's up to at least 5,000 dead, more than 20,000 injured, an untold number buried, perhaps still alive, in thousands of collapsed buildings.
1: Search and rescue teams from around the world are joining the effort to find survivors.
4: It's help that's badly needed.
2: It's very difficult task for us. We need the international community to do something. Northwest and now, it's disaster area. That's
4: Ismail Al-Abdullah, a volunteer with the Syrian Opposition Emergency Group, the White Helmets.
3: This Fox is Jonathan Savage. A police officer was shot and killed early this morning in Milwaukee. We don't know the details yet. The day after an officer was shot and killed in McKeesport, Pennsylvania, another cop was wounded, now recovering at home, responding to a call of a man with mental health issues.
4: We encountered a third McKeesport officer. He again produced the firearm and fired at that officer. There was an exchange of gunfire and the subject was wounded.
3: Allegheny well, County Police Superintendent Christopher Kearns, that man now is stable in a hospital. A man with neo-Nazi ties and a woman facing charges in Maryland accused of plotting to attack Baltimore's power grid, cutting off electricity. FBI special agent in charge, Thomas Sabasinski says the two hoped it would lay this city to waste. President Biden will deliver his State of the Union address tonight, touting a strong job market and lower inflation after price spike Republicans blamed him for. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy preempted the president's address, saying yesterday that America's future depends on less government
1: spending and that cuts are the way that he will compromise on raising the debt ceiling.
3: Fox's Alexandria Hoff, someone somewhere in Washington state, got lucky last night. The only Powerball winner. Ticket worth $754 bucks. America's listening to Fox News.
0: My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real, and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners' insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but Home Title Lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's HomeTitleLock.com home slash Sean, HomeTitleLock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.
3: Senators will get a briefing Thursday on that Chinese spy balloon shot down Saturday off the South Carolina coast where U.S. Navy divers keep recovering debris. Remnants China wants back, saying it's their property. Republicans think President Biden waited too long, letting the balloon cross over military sites, crisscross America. Senator Lindsey Graham tells Fox, if
0: you think is spying on America, this balloon,
3: why wouldn't you shoot it down over Alaska?
1: The White House says waiting to shoot down the suspected Chinese spy balloon over the Atlantic was the safest option and allowed defense officials to collect valuable intelligence. Giving us a better chance to get information from the Chinese surveillance balloon payload. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. U.S. government officials tell Fox News debris from the balloon shot down off the Carolina coast will be analyzed at an FBI processing lab in Quantico, Virginia. China claiming ownership of a second balloon spotted over Latin America but alleges both are climate research airships that strayed off course. The Pentagon says the balloon is part of a broader spying program from Beijing. Kristen Goodwin, Fox
3: News. There's an update out of Virginia on the six-year-old boy who shot and wounded his first grade teacher last month.
1: The attorney for the wounded teacher says the boy constantly cursed its staff and teachers, chased students around, and tried to whip them with his belt. And she claims the boy once choked another teacher until she couldn't breathe. The incidents were described in a legal notice sent to the Newport News School District as teacher Abby's Werner prepares to file a lawsuit. The legal notice was obtained by the Associated Press. It claims two days before the shooting the boy slams Werner's cell phone and broke it and was suspended for a day, and it claims that several staffers warned school administrators that the day he returned, he brought a gun to school. His backpack was searched, but no gun was found, and it says he shot Werner while she sat at a reading table in class. Lisa LaSera, Fox News. On
3: Wall Street, stock futures are mixed before today's trading. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
1: Memorial care is how you start to feel better. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health.
4: Good morning. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 storm team forecast. Today's mostly cloudy and windy with a high near 50. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 29. For Wednesday, a chance of rain afternoon, then rain at night, cloudy with a high of 46. Then for Thursday, breezy with rain, likely before noon, mostly cloudy, and temperatures dipping to 41 by noon. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 48 degrees. Your WSOY time is 6.06.
5: Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Buyers and Company. You know the old joke about picking your seat and going to the movie theater. going to cost you a little bit more now. Tier pricing on the way. State of the Union address. Tons of guests. The company starts now. Buyers and
1: Company. WSOY. 1340 AM. 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecator.com. Good
5: morning and welcome. We are back here on a Tuesday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Nice to drive in at 51 degrees. I know you said we're dipping down to 41. I'm okay with that, too.
4: Yeah, that's a... Dipping dip. down into
5: above normal temperatures.
4: Right, we can handle that.
5: Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Good morning, and welcome. I'm Brian Byers. That is Nick Smith, and uh, we are here for your listening pleasure over the next three hours. Uh, AMC Theaters announcing they're going to uh, introduce tiered pricing. We don't really know what the pricing is yet, um, but we know they're going to roll it out in a few cities uh, before it goes nationwide. Now. I am not stuck to something just because it's always been a certain way. Uh, I'm also not for bad ideas. I don't know where to fall on this. When you're having a hard time attracting people to your place, raising prices, may seem like the only way you survive. But I'm wondering, A, how do you get anybody to follow it? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Are we going to get it to the point where we're arguing over you're in my seat? And what is the best place to sit in a movie theater?
4: Well, that's a lot of questions. Yeah, um, it is. So I follow AMC pretty regularly. Own a a good amount of their stock. Uh, I like what they've done to turn the company around and and the different things that they're doing. Uh, Price raise, price raise, probably in order. we don't like to hear it. But what does it
5: cost? Uh, to be quite frank, I just I have not been in a theater in a long time. Not for any grudge or any bad reason. Just haven't been. What does the average? What, I mean, what does it cost to go see a movie? Indicator Illinois at AMC.
4: If you go on Tuesday, it's five bucks.
5: Okay, but the rest of the time, uh, I, I'm not the bargain guy. You know me. I'm not lined up to get the senior citizen. Well,
4: discount. but it's relevant. I well, mean, no, I mean it's one day a week. I guess
5: yes, you can say that in the grand total. Mm-hmm. But if I just want to go on a Sunday, I want to go on a Sunday. What does it cost
4: me? Uh, probably like eleven or twelve bucks.
5: Okay, for the ticket.
4: hmm
5: And then what if I? So that ticket, forever and ever in the history of movie theaters, means I can go in and sit anywhere I want.
4: Uh, In most movie theaters, yeah, that's the general...
5: I mean, it's been that way Mm forever.
4: There are some that have, you get online, you have to pick your seats, those are your seats. And that's not new, that's been...
5: Yeah, but that's not your local theater. I I mean, forever here, in my whole... I don't know how far back, in 56 years, every time I've gone to see a movie, I buy a ticket. It's
4: only indicator of, specifically, there has not been assigned seating. Yes. To go see a movie. Has there been
5: assigned seating massively across the country? some
4: chains do it universally like uh Warenberg does if you were to go do gk gqt when you get online you have to pick your seats now that does not mean that there's ushers uh, like on a wednesday uh, 11 a.m you and three other people are in the theater they're not going to make sure that you're sitting in your but i'll uh, come friday night the place is packed for star wars or whatever they probably got to send somebody in and make sure it's
5: and, I mean, are there zones? Are there individual rows? I, I mean, yeah. I'm just, they can't get the butter off the floor. I'm still trying to figure out how they, you know, how they police
4: this. Well, they look at, they have to submit a floor plan, uh, to, to which are the light, uh, site of lines, uh, uh, lines of sight. Geez, man, I messed that up five different ways. um t- Which are the best seats? Sitting in the very front, not the best seats. No, so sitting.
5: that would be a lower tier. Yeah, or no, we, not lower. I mean, I don't think they're lowering any prices. That no. would be like what you're paying now.
4: Well, so ultimately, what they're what they're, and, and they need to be really good with the wording. There are going to be value seats based on on this model. Hey, there are some expensive ones that are premium. They come with. With better positioning, the other ones are discounted. If you want to save a little money, go sit up front. Go sit f- off the flanks.
5: Okay. Will they lower prices for those tickets? Because I mean, you say save money, that means I won't have to spend more money. Those are two well, different things.
4: Well, they're they're moving the floor up. Is is it? So rather than. Rather than paying the maximum amount, you can reduce your foot, your your cost by buying less, just like going to a stadium.
5: I I get that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm like I said, I don't know if this is good or bad or indifferent mm-hmm. or if it will matter. If anything, I, mm-hmm. I really don't know. But you're not saving anything if you got to pay the same price you've always paid to sit anywhere you want to pay to sit in the front row. They're not lowering those prices. No. They're, so you're not getting a reduced deal. You're paying the same thing you were paying last week. Right. In the front row.
4: Right. But now the pricing has gone up. They just haven't brought up the, and the pricing's
5: gone up over the
4: years. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's
5: not like they haven't increased prices to go to the movies.
4: Right. right, right. I mean, that's, that's not up for debate.
5: No, but I mean, what I'm saying is if the prices have got to go up, wouldn't you just be better off having the prices go up? I just can't imagine the logistics of trying to figure out these 16 year old ushers arguing with people about where they are in the theater.
4: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Wouldn't you
5: just be better off raising everything three bucks and call it a day?
4: I mean, I think that's what I think that's ultimately what they are trying to do is they they do want to move the co- the price up and they're giving an opportunity for people to have it move up less. I mean, they that's what it is because so, they could just say that seat and that seat are both at this premium price. But here, there's an opportunity for you to save by going down there. I, can they I charge the tall people more?
5: Uh, you, you know, the people that sit in front of you and you can't see anything? <laughs> That's who I try to avoid. And if that means sitting in the front row, I'll sit in the front row. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you go to the theater where there's six or seven people in there and the couple come in and sit right in front of you. Yeah, happens. An entire empty theater.
4: Right and those premium right in the middle seats that's what happens I, I know
5: but you I mean they could go they could drift a row or two mm-hmm. but they don't no I don't know I just I see this stuff and I wonder where it all lands and where it all ends and right now I mean I know Avatar has done very well and there have been other movies since you know Maverick clearly and, and others that have done very well it just seems like it's harder and harder to get people to come physically go to a theater and maybe this is a benefit I'm not the guy that tries to save 10 cents on gas I'm not cheap I'm not that guy I just wonder how complicated this gets I, I mean right now you couldn't even tell me the floor plan of a movie theater I mean like you know I, I go to SeaWorld I know where the blue seats are that means water right you walk into a theater I don't know how far up from the front row is considered to start to be a part of the premium you know how far back is it you know the middle of the sides depending on what kind of theater you're in, you have two sides a middle and two sides it just seems very complicated
4: i don't think i think that that is uh not and from my perspective i mean look at a stadium or, or an arena Right, but this, they're built
5: no, up there's seat numbers hmm. there's rows there's aisles there's, there's
4: seat numbers and rows i mean if you go your, your, your
5: theater seats are numbered the they usually theater. have the
4: little tags right on the thing. Yeah, I mean, you think or, they, or if they're not, they could easily do that. Okay, I, mean, I don't think our theaters here
5: have like numbers or row numbers I've or never seat looked at numbers. It. I don't think they do. Yeah. But you I'm, as you said, that could be put in.
4: Mm-hmm. Or you just, on the one end, you put 11, and then you do like everybody else does. I'm one, just two, wondering.
5: Three. No, I get that. But I'm saying, if, if this just means I pay a dollar more, wouldn't you just be better off raising $3 a ticket just in general and let people sit where they want to without any logistics stuff?
4: That m- might be where they're at, but lot, also, like, I've got movie pass again. You know, yeah. I pay 10 bucks, I get three movies regardless, so I'm not worried about any of
5: that. But, but what about now the seating?
4: I just have to pick I just have. But I mean, you. I have quote unquote credits that are up to I think like twelve dollars a movie, so I'm probably covered. Yeah.
5: Up to. Mm -hmm. And and then there would be a surcharge on top of that. No, it just
4: eats into my my credits. So they give you enough Uh, credits for how so so approximately. Have a
5: movie and a half. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, and and really my plan is three and a three and a third movies. So on the you know after three I get another one.
5: I get. I got it. I I just think sometimes uh, I I know giving people options it seems like a good idea. I wonder if it's not just smarter to just raise the rates across the board, and people that want to go to the movies are going to pay it.
4: Yeah, maybe. And and that's why they're testing it. They'll see what people say.
5: They're going to do New York City, Chicago, Kansas City, uh, uh which I, I thought was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Chicago, and New York. I understand. Big populations. Kansas City was interesting. Played a big role in The Last of Us this past Sunday. Uh, with the former yeah. Kansas City at that point in the uh, show.
4: They probably want to get a, a different approach because New York. Well, and
5: is it in Peoria? Yeah, I know.
4: Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, You know, New York and Chicago will definitely get you the data, the numbers. Kansas City, maybe a, a less amount of use. Mm-hmm. Maybe more consistent with middle America. Mm-hmm. So.
5: Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if this works or if it doesn't. Super Bowl ads we'll get to a little bit later today. Uh, after $50 million was spent for crypto ads in last year's Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so it was called the Crypto Bowl, you know, mm-hmm. by uh, not one in this year's Super Bowl. Sure. That's interesting, right? In a 12 month mm-hmm. period. But Fox has sold out. Hmm. Nice. Between 6 and $7 million. Uh, for a 30 second commercial. And I've always thought this was a bit of a vanity buy. And today, I don't know that you get the same bang you got you, you know years ago. Uh, that seems like a lot of money for a 30 second commercial, depending on what it is you're trying to do with it.
4: I, I think that's right if it were just you' if you were just buying a commercial for that slot of time and and that's it, the one play during the bull. I think the run up, the coverage, everything that comes out. Oh, you get it. a lot of
5: talk, but, mm-hmm. but I almost wonder sometimes now, even, cause I can watch them all on YouTube before they even air in the Super Bowl, if they've lost a little bit of that impact they had the one time in the Super Bowl life. I know that's counterintuitive kind of to say, but I mean, you got like that thing where people were riveted to, I mean, people didn't miss the breaks. Mm-hmm. Now you can watch them all ahead of time. And you kind of skip through, go get a beer. I mean, I, I don't know what the value is today versus whatever it cost 20 years ago. Uh, it was still awfully expensive, you know, in those times to run an ad during the Super Bowl, but they sell out. Mm-hmm. So people clearly find their value in them.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, it increased value significantly from, from where how I look at it.
5: Well, doesn't that depend on the company or the organization? I I mean, you can have a really bad one that everybody thinks is a flop, and you just spend $7 million on bad publicity.
4: Yeah. I mean, that, and you could have just a, uh, here's what our product is. Order it now. And that's not going to have any impact either. But if you go at it, you spend the budget. You make it look awesome. It's going to make all these lists. It's going to be on Good Morning America. It's going to be in the countdown to the sure. best. Of, I mean, so you, it is now a cultural thing.
5: Do you feel like um, the branding today, sometimes, not most of the time, it's sometimes like you remember the commercial, but not necessarily what product it is attached to? Mm, that there's, they get too clever by half sometimes.
4: Yeah, but I think that's always been the case. I think I think that that is a part of it. Always has been, until you gain enough familiarity to remember that Colonel Sanders is with KFC. Well, yeah, I
5: know that, you know.
4: Yeah. But you, maybe you didn't at first. Who's the old guy with the chicken It looked good? <laughs> you know, and then they just beat it into your head.
5: Uh, I, I wonder, what do you make? I mean, I know crypto hasn't had a good year publicity-wise, mm-hmm. but $50 million in crypto ads in last year's Super Bowl, mm-hmm. 12 months later, not $1. Yeah,
4: I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I mean, there, there were people that tried to bring it to the masses and weren't ready for it. Um, and it's in a, or
5: they thought they could get a celebrity face and that was going to mm-hmm. be enough for the QR code thing. And, gave...
4: have, and let's not forget just straight up bad actors. Um, well, yeah, I was
5: trying to give the benefit of the doubt to the industry as
4: a whole oh, the industry. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so what it is, is it's a time not to talk about it. It's going to, it's going to be met with backlash. It's not going to do you any good. So you chill out and it'll be back. I think it's perfect time to sideline it.
5: Okay. It is crazy how much mm-hmm. can change in 12 months mm-hmm. because it felt like every other ad was a crypto ad last That's year. Right. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't that equation, but it felt that way. Yeah, it did. Uh, was that the Matt Damon one that everybody kind of openly mocked? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, being bold.
5: Yeah, and- walking through the weird, yeah, it was just a bad ad all the way around. Uh, I don't know what the cost. I'm assuming the cost in 1967 Uh Although, I don't know about that. I you, you think about what the cost of an ad was, you know, at the beginning, the early beginning, the middle. They've always had gigantic numbers. In fact, they probably had bigger numbers then. I mean, because there wasn't any other choice. Yeah. Yeah. And so ads have gone up. I don't know that the audience has proportionally gone up. Now, clearly, the other side things that Fox doesn't control, like YouTube or Good Morning America or whatever, you get that roll out of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how you justify the increase of what it costs to buy an ad now versus 1984 when 1984 probably had more viewers.
4: I think the, the cost of everything has gone up proportionately. Sure. Um, so I think that's part of it. And then additionally... I think it's the it's kind of like you you pay for pay for the product and you get all these other things so they're selling the added value uh, and in the the placement with it so I think it is more than just the spot. I think that you're there's probably uh, digital, they they probably... Oh, I'm sure
5: you know. they pack in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Fox or whatever network has And then the, the inherent,
4: Bowl. by you being in yeah. the Super Bowl... You're
5: going to get some
4: buzz. Even if but we there's don't... There's some remember.
5: that won't do it, though. I mean, there are ads, I'm sure, that will air on Sunday that are available right now that no one will talk about. I yeah. mean, you always get, like, the the top hits. You, yeah. you know, the ones that are obviously really good. That's when it comes to the agency and whoever you've hired to put it it's, together, right? That's exactly right? right. Okay, so who do you have? You want to make a bet or Anything.
4: Oh uh, no, I, I I'm the the Eagles have just been so consistently good. Patrick okay. Mahomes is so consistently great, but he and Kelsey were banged up. I, I don't know. I was wrong in the on the championships. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I I'd be friendly wager nothing. I'm, I'm not passionate about either of these teams. Hey, it's not even about that. It's about having so you, some fun, having oh, some I, stock in dude, the I'm game. Dude, I'm doing my bingo. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. I know, but that's at home by,
5: by yourself with your family. I'm talking about for the show. Jeez, all right, what Lena, do you want to do? Take one for the team. Yeah, then
4: you pick a team. I'll take Jeez. the other one. All right, I, I guess I got the Eagles. We were going that way anyway. I wasn't. You just got done rolling out the injuries and how good Philadelphia is.
5: I think Kansas City wins this thing, and I think that you're going to be surprised. I don't think it's that close.
4: Really? Wow. That'd be a good Super Bowl. I think that
5: the Eagles are, are. I mean, they were dominant in the playoffs. But if and, and and I'm a cursory, you know, I was listening to Doug Gottlieb or somebody yesterday, breaking down their schedule, strength of season, mm-hmm. and one of the easiest runs in the postseason yeah. to get to a Super Bowl, just on the numbers. Sure right? Mm -hmm. So their dominance, I don't believe is, and I I think it was dominant in the NFC. I don't think that would, I don't know that that would work if they had to come up the other side.
4: Yeah. I think there's some truth to that. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And I just think Patrick Mahomes can do anything. Sure can. Just, Best. I mean, I just will it to his happen. His
4: skill set's the best I've ever seen. I, I'm not saying his body of work, oh, but his skill set oh, yeah, is. And, and if he unmatched. could play
5: for 20 years, he'd have every record that Tom Brady had. He's yeah. just not mathematically, probably possible for him to do that because it just doesn't happen.
4: There are way. some records like playoff touchdowns that he's already number two all time. Oh, I, absolutely, <laughs> and he's Five further years, ahead six. in his
5: his yeah. you know than Tom Brady was for it's sure. Crazy, but a long way to go. But you know, the idea that I mean, you look at him hobbled up now. I mean, just 20 years is just impossible. So. Yeah. We got two benchmarks. You got mm-hmm. this benchmark over here. That's the anomaly. No one's yeah. going to do it.
4: Yeah. Did you just see that weird picture Tom Brady tweeted out? By the way, no. put out on his Instagram and no. his undies on a bed.
5: uh Oh. <laughs> he selling up Brady underwear.
4: I think he's well.
5: I mean, he's got the clothing
4: company. I don't. I think he was selling Brady. I don't think he was selling. Well, a
5: yeah, You not Good for him. <laughs> he's single. Ready to mingle? Nobody cares when Kim Kardashian throws that stuff out there.
4: No, but this was buttoned up Tom. Now,
5: okay, oh, listen. You know, he's, he's buttoned up Tom can have some fun. Oh yeah, it's funny. I got to hate on the guy for that. If people, it's oh, my Instagram feed is, and I don't even like following these
4: people. Oh, I know. I think that's the whole
5: purpose. Some days, <laughs> some days. Uh All right. Hey, I've got a documentary that you absolutely have to. Watch. And I don't care. You can, you, you can watch it in the lead up to the Super Bowl. It's the perfect sort of appetizer for the Super Bowl this coming Sunday. And it doesn't matter. Uh, I watched it with Lindsay last night. You don't have to be a sports fan. You don't have to be a football fan. It's a football documentary. It's a 30 for 30 uh called the bullies of Baltimore uh and it's about that 2000 Baltimore Ravens team that won the Super Bowl
4: Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and uh, all those Yes games.
5: I mean the 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 team that okay. didn't score a touchdown for 5 games uh-huh. whose defense was so unbelievably dominating that they ended up winning the Super Bowl as everybody's underdog I mean they no one in the media gave them any you know because of Trent Dilfer and uh-huh. you know all of the things and it's a unique 30 for 30 in that they bring everybody to a theater. Like when I say most of them in the crowd, several of them on stage in front of an audience. And then they also do all the sit down in front of the camera and then all of the, the document. I mean, it's so on the stage, you've got Brian Billick, you've got uh, Ray Lewis, you've got... Uh, Tony, um, uh, Saragusa. Saragusa. Uh, Saragusa, you got Trent Dilfer, you've got Shannon Sharp, you've got Rod Woodson, you've got, I mean, it, it's fantastic. Mm. Uh, one month before Tony died. Mm. They filmed this. Oh, wow. And so there's then stuff about after he died, the funeral and everything. And they were the very first season of Hard Knocks. People forget Mm -hmm. that you go back to the very 2001 after they won that Super Bowl. And I can't imagine that NFL Films could have picked a better crew to be. I mean, it may not even be here today had they not picked the Ravens that first year because of the characters.
4: bunch of them. Yeah, it was a great team.
5: It is so much fun, this documentary. It just aired like February 5th. Like, what was that, like Sunday night or something? uh and so you can get it on demand on ESPN uh it, it is really really good i have the 30 for 30s for me have waned a little bit you, you know not that they're bad but I, this one is like right in the the heyday of great 30 for 30s Oh, awesome yeah you'll love it absolutely love it and they don't shy away from it i mean this was a loud brash team that talked a lot of crap oh yeah and mm-hmm. it's funny And they don't shy away from it. I mean, you know if if Shannon Sharp can sit on a stage and he's just one of the personalities. Right. As loud and brash as that guy is, right? Yeah. And up there, he's just one of them.
4: Yeah, they won a Super Bowl with arguably the best defense ever and no offense. Here's
5: a story. Uh, There's a guy in Baltimore they called the goof on the roof. (laughs) Two games into the no touchdowns, he climbed up on a roof to live until they scored a touchdown. He was up there for three weeks.
3: (laughs) That's hilarious. Real time. That's funny. They had the
5: guy in the auditorium uh, uh and gave him an autographed football from Trent oh. Dilfer and the wide receiver who caught the the touchdown that got him off the roof. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's just funny. And, and there was a line in there. You, I mean, it was it was crazy. Is That was, you know, in my lifetime. Remember it vividly. But it was that long ago that when you see the footage, you go, oh, wow, that looked really different. Mm-hmm. First of all, that team couldn't play in the NFL today. Mm-hmm. rules wise. Oh, no way. Right. Mm-mm. I mean, there was violence. Oh, my God.
4: Violence.
5: Yes. I mean, they I mean, there was there was images of people just quitting, like walking off the field and wouldn't go back in mm. like running backs. Wow. They were mean. Now, they were following the rules of the time. They weren't dirty. Oh, yeah. They just were going to hurt you. Uh, and, and Ray Lewis was in love with uh, what was the, the Russell Crowe glad, gladiator, right? Mm-hmm. The movie He would watch it. He would rent it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another one of those things like, wow, that was a long time ago. Before every game. And memorize like every line in the movie. And there was at one point, John Madden and, uh, what would have been, I guess, Pat Summerall calling the game. You know, you think about how long ago that was. And, and they've got a picture of Tony Saragus, like he's standing there. And John Madden in that great voice goes, he needs a little less head or a little more helmet.
4: Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a classic. Oh, my God. That's a classic. It was
5: perfect. And Pat Summerville says, I don't think they make a little more helmet. <laughs> <laughs> this thing will get you jacked for the Super Bowl. And, and it was just a great walk down memory lane. And Shannon Sharp and Ray Lewis told they could go out and play.
4: Oh, yeah. Shannon Sharp's in the news all the time. Well, he's, he's
5: got his own show, right? Yeah. Was, what's his face, Skip Bayless?
4: Yep. Yeah. Shannon's ready to roll. I like him. Mm-hmm. He's in a beef with an NBA player right now, John Murray. Well, didn't they
5: get into like a almost a fight or something yeah. at, at a game?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shannon
5: told me he did to smoke. I'm like, that's what I was talking about the other day. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Uh yeah, he he looks like he could still walk on a football field and play.
4: Oh yeah, I've seen that man uh, up close. He is every bit of muscle. Oh yeah. And then after I got him
5: watching it, I, I realized Ed Reed wasn't a part of. It. Which was, seemed weird to me. I don't know if there's a beef. You you know, Ed used to be on some of the TV shows Mm -hmm. and then he got a coaching job, right? And then got, and then they went on social media and ripped the place and they got rid of him. I don't know. He wasn't a part of it, which was really after the fact. I didn't miss, didn't notice it so much when I was watching it until I got done. I thought, wow, wait a minute. There was yeah. a lot of involvement. Everybody was there. Jack Del Rio, uh, Ozzie Davis. I mean, all the people that came back. I mean, that were coaches. I mean, wow. they, they were all there. But no Ed Reed.
4: Yeah, Ozzie Newsom was there. Ozzie the,
5: Newsome. I mean, the yes. guy
4: that built the team. Yeah.
5: Wow. I mean, the, the, who was the great tight end, mm-hmm. uh, Marv Lewis? You, you know, who was their defensive coach?
4: Well, yeah. That you could. F- there's lineage on that team. Oh
5: yeah, but yeah. I mean, they were all in the audience or on the stage or on you know camera mm-hmm. with the interview. Not a mention of Ed Reed. Hmm.
4: That's interesting. Hall of Fame safety.
5: Well, they talk totally about way. the Hall of Fame stuff and uh, and I, I is there bad blood there?
4: I I don't know. Yeah, I'll look that up.
5: Anyway, it's worth watching. It's highly entertaining and really well done. They've got this great visual thing. I I watch this because it's great storytelling. Lindsay watches it to see what they're doing with the camera mm-hmm. uh, because NFL Films does some pretty impressive stuff, and that's where you get a lot of this. But they had, like, this industrial elevator that opened this way, and, like, they'd walk off and sit right down, and it was shot kind of from beneath, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where their hands looked really big in the screen, yeah. and it was a really interesting visual style. Oh, that's cool. The bullies of Baltimore. The jerseys look so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, every, you know, I kind of feel like... Okay, Rod Woodson whatever.
4: had those those sleeves that were oh, like yeah. out. Oh, yeah. I
5: mean, you watch something like from the 1970s, you go, oh, my God, look at those socks, or look at mm-hmm. the shoes, or look at the, the jerseys. I mean, this was 2000.
4: Right. Wow.
5: 23 years ago. That's crazy. It was a great Super Bowl, too.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: They were just dominant. and And like... They were the underdog, and Trent Dilfer, who is really a weird. Um, I enjoy listening to him being interviewed because he feels, I, 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 you know, in some ways he seems sort of meathead, but in some ways he seems sort of like, insightful or has awareness but about he does his. Does this
4: for a living now? He's a talking. I thought he's a college coach now. Trent Dilfer? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, well, he spent post-career. Oh, yeah, he was immediate. on ESPN yeah. for a
5: long time. I think he's a college coach now, though. Oh, wow. but, but he talks seriously about, you know, like if you're a quarterback and you've got to have an ego, but I had to take my ego out because I was just a cog. Mm-hmm. If I could just go out there and not screw it yeah. up, you know, then we had a good chance of winning. I'm not going to be the red cape. I'm not going to be the star. I don't have that kind of talent. I'm beat up. I'm really not that good. But if I go out there and just perform at a level of consistency, enough.
4: They call that, and Trent Dilfer was the first one that I remember being, they call that a game manager. You go out there and just don't mess up. If if you don't throw an interception, if you hand the ball off, if you make the easy The playoffs,
5: He threw the bad interception, and he came back to end up winning the game. He's the coach at the University of Alabama at Birmingham.
4: Oh, wow. That's interesting. Guy knows football.
5: Yeah. And then what I didn't remember is after that season and the Super Bowl win, they caught him. Yeah. For Elvis Gerback. There's a throwback name for it. That's you, right. Who then just quit football. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, check it out. It's interesting. A little less head or a little more helmet.
4: Did they cover any of the Ray Lewis yeah, yeah. controversy? Yep. Yeah. Quite a bit. In
5: back way. I mean, that's, that, they you know, have to. Yeah. And all the mistakes Brian Billick made. I mean, all the stuff they did that was, you know, uh, uh literally you know, stuff that would fire up other teams, you know, the the remarks, the stupid things, the, the press conferences. I mean, they didn't shy away from any of that, which makes it entertaining. I mean, oh. they kind of leaned into it. All right, we've got to take a break. When we get back here, Colin Cole will join us a little later today. All right, we have two congressmen. For the first time in my life, both of our representatives in the United States Congress are female.
4: It's a good accomplishment. But
5: it's just worth noting. Mm-hmm. One will be talking to us this morning. At 8.30, she has a young woman from Decatur that's going to be with her tonight at the State of the Union address. And we'll get a preview of that, introduce you to who this person's going to be with her. And the other is boycotting and not going and sending a COVID denier uh, to uh, the State of the Union address in her place.
4: Side by side.
5: There we go. Yeah. So we'll do that a little bit later in the program. We'll be back with more right after this.
1: Bank, leading the way to your financial wellness. No matter where your financial journey begins, Pathways Banking Options at BUC are designed with your goals in mind. UC Bank, building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Proud to be the official bank of the fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Guys, this Valentine's Day, give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all. Available exclusively at Pajamagram. Sexy, sultry, naturally nude pajamas feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie. The texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive. Go to Pajamagram.com right now. That's Pajamagram.com. Use code NUDE, N-U-D-E, and save 25% off your order of naturally nude pajamas. Order now. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
5: We are back here on a Tuesday. Ready to go? I don't know what to do when you start out your day at the high, right? I mean, I guess we're just go to add like 41 uh, in the afternoon. The wind has been, you know, I... Growing up uh, and living in this community my entire life, I do not recall us ever being this windy over the last couple of years, like sustained wind. like There are places you go where people in Texas learn how to play golf a different way because the wind is always there. They hit a lower ball, you know, Uh, and doesn't it feel like we've had a lot more of that?
4: I would say um uh, maybe like a couple years ago there was there was a year where I was picking stuff out of my yard all the time. Yeah,
5: it just feels yeah. kind of like there's and, and I don't know what the, I mean maybe that's just you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Feels windier. But uh not bad for February. Cole was out on his bike and uh that's not a normal thing, right? In February?
4: No.
6: No, you gotta take advantage of it though.
5: Cole told me a joke in his email last night that, you know, yeah. when you're out, you know, this time of year, you gotta remember with the turn, you actually have to move your handlebars. Cause when you're riding on your trainer, it doesn't yeah. go. <laughs> So when you, you got a turn coming up, you gotta
6: actually turn.
7: Yeah. Did you feel like you were going like really fast. You look down, you're doing like 12.
6: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's different because your bike is you know, on a trainer. Obviously it's static. You're basically anchored to the ground and you're not. Like, you don't even have to have your hands on the handlebars. Like, you're not turning anywhere, and then you Know your first, uh, like I turned out of the parking lot from the bike shop. I'm like, hey, this is this is a little different.
5: That's what oh, it, it is a huge difference. It's one of the reasons, like one of my favorite things at the YMCA is that real riders spin bike they have because it moves side to side and the yeah. and the thing turns. Because it is very different. I, I mean, you can get great physical exercise riding a stationary bike, but when you move, it activates all kinds of different muscles. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you were back out there doing a little memory driving.
6: A little bit, a little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah. And it was different. Like you just mentioned, the wind. Yeah, it was wind it was there's wind on Sunday like uh, I you know generally we try and ride right into the wind the first half of the ride so you know about an hour a little, a little over an hour into the wind so you know the first half of the ride you feel awful. Uh, your heart rate's up, your power's up, your speed is down, everything. You're just wondering what you're doing out there, and then you turn around and you feel like a hero. So, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's pretty good planning.
5: Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so uh, talk to me a little bit. You know, I, I think this weather has been nice enough over the last few days that people are sort of peaked, right? They're ready to go. Now, that doesn't mean the other shoe's not going to drop and we have more winter. I'm sure we will. But people see the end in
6: sight. Yeah, yeah, and we're used to this. You know, You get a couple nice days, especially a nice day that hits on the weekend. And, and you see a lot of people out and kind of gets those, uh, you know, those ideas going. It's like, hey, I, I should probably get this done. So we see a nice little uptick in business, uh, see some people come into the store, whether they bring their bikes in or not. They just come in and have a conversation, which is always nice. And, you know, we start planning for helping them plan for the, uh, for the springtime. So it's always exciting. All right. Customers come at you from all kinds of different ways.
5: Yeah. Uh you had a guy who bought a used bike that had a Spin City sticker on it yeah. and so
6: he brought it to you. Yeah, exactly. He didn't know uh he you know, he was interested in cycling. It was kinda tough to get the style of bike that he was looking for, so he found a deal, which, you know, we always encourage. Uh and yeah, the bike originally came from us. Uh it had a uh, Spin City cycle sticker on it, so he thought that he'd bring it back to us to get tuned up. So uh, he brought it in and, you know, was a little, you know, apprehensive. He didn't quite understand the process where I'm kind of explaining it to him. And you know, I put the bike in the stand and this is, this is kind of an example of, you know, what you do when you bring a bike to a bike shop is, you know, I'm going to put it in the bike stand and I'm going to look at it and go over it with you. And, you know, he thought I was going to work on it right there. I'm like, no, this is, this is actually part of the process. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, you know, we had a conversation, I'm talking to him about how his rides have been going and. Um, you know, he's kind of taken back and, and it's like, yeah, I mean, this is a learning process for us as well because we need to understand the story of the bike and that helps us service it better and help take care of the customer. So, uh, got that taken care of. And then, you know, we had about a 15, 20 minute conversation about, um, you know, his cycling goals and, and, you know, what we can do to help him get there. And he was just, he's like, wow, like I didn't, I just thought I was bringing my bike to get fixed and they had no idea. There's a, Uh, camaraderie right Uh, uh, you know some people
5: i'm sure just come in and shop and buy the thing and go home and then other Mm -hmm. people just sort of hang out
6: yeah yeah and that's the fun part of the this time of season is you get people that just come in like you know you ride together you get into the, the routine you know you see everybody you see them every wednesday or every thursday or every saturday and then all of a sudden winter hits and you don't see them for two or three or four months and you know, and then they pop into the store on a, on a cold sun or Saturday morning. It's like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, how's the, how's the family? How's, you know, how are things? So, uh, it, you know, it's nice. There's definitely relationships built. It's the one
5: thing that I think sets you both uh, apart, and and there are other examples of it for sure. As people can go get cheaper or go get inferior product on the internet faster or deal with you know things, it's that service, that camaraderie, that family you know feel when you walk in. You know people's names, they know your name. I I think that really is the difference maker for yeah. small businesses.
6: Yeah, and that's what I mean. You could run into either one of us out you know out on out at dinner at the grocery store or. On a bike ride or on a run, or you know, if you want to do a bike ride or a run, it's like you know, we're not gonna say no. I mean, that's that's what we do. It's what we love. So, uh, yeah, being able to, you know, be in the community where uh, your small business is located and and to to see the the local, um, you know, your local customers and friends it's yeah. uh it's pretty rewarding all right
5: <clears throat> what's the next big holiday valentine's day right right around the uh, the corner seven days uh is, yeah i guess that's right wow uh this month is flying by and it's a short month to begin with so uh gift cards that kind of thing perfect idea right
6: yeah i mean it's it's kind of silly we think about like a birthday or a christmas but you know valentine's day you know it's getting kind of close to the to the riding season and and nick you know, look up
5: uh be unique and there's a price differential between between what men spend on Valentine's Day and what women spend on Valentine's Day. I'm not making this up, I'm not judging. I'm just saying every year is a significantly higher amount of money spent by men than women uh, on Valentine's Day. I mean it's it's the the numbers
7: I believe it. Yeah. yeah. For but sure.
5: Let's throw a challenge out <laughs> to the ladies. I think they can make up some difference here. Yeah, uh, you know. you go get uh, Fleet Feet or Spencer or both.
1: <laughs> we could help uh, get some cards, <laughs> right?
5: Yeah. Let's, let's, let's raise the bar a little this year. Yeah. Uh, and it's also your daughter's birthday. Now, yes. Obviously. Yeah. Cool. Never forget that day. Yeah. Uh, all right. Kyle, how you doing this morning?
7: I'm good. Do You have like a swarm of crows out there. Have you noticed that? It's a, a- murder. A mur- oh, that's, yeah, that is. Like when we came in, when as were opposed we our to cars, the ravens
5: we were talking about earlier, when are
7: we getting our cars valeted, we noticed all the the crows <laughs> flying above us. So uh, when I came in, it was too
5: dark to see uh, yeah, anything we above hear us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sit there. Anyway,
7: there, I'm good a, other than the crows. Uh, you're well. I, <laughs> I got eight, my ADDs kicking I, in. I'm
5: gonna say <laughs> I, I think there's a prescription waiting for you. Uh, yes, the crows are out there. The geese are, are. You know, I think everybody's a little confused by the 50 degree weather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Valentine's Day in your shop uh, because there's all kinds of great gift ideas. And by the way, let's debunk the idea that a gift card is impersonal. There
7: couldn't be anything more personal. Meaning. I'm I don't, I want you to pick out what you want. Yeah, that's good. And we had a lady, uh, buying something for a friend yesterday for a birthday gift and the lady, uh, that she was buying for had purchase history. So we were able to pick her sizes of shirts and socks and stuff. Well, I hopefully I'm not giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, she was able to personalize a little bit that way too. So we can do that also. But yes, gift cards are fine.
5: Uh, because it's easy. And, 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 and they but fit. It, it's not right. They get right in the card. You, it's, it's like, uh, it's good for climate change. It's like, it's a win, win, win across the board. And because somebody, but so you get a gift. If you don't like the gift, you don't want to do anything about it because you don't want to offend the person that got you the gift and therefore the gift doesn't get used. Yep. Give somebody a gift card. They're going to go get exactly what they want.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that works for Valentine's Day. Uh, but like I said, we can do the history stuff, too. And Cole has that ability at his store, too. So yes, that's always yeah. kind of cool. So, yeah, uh, that's next Tuesday is Valentine's Day. So uh thanks for the reminder. <laughs> I better get something. Welcome. <laughs> and you better spend twice as much as your wife. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, yeah, we got that going on. Uh, also, today starts our half marathon training program. Uh, you can still sign up. Uh, it runs from today through the end of April. Uh, graduation is the Illinois half marathon at the end of April, or a bunch of people are doing a runcation to flying pig marathon in Cincinnati, Ohio on May 7th. So uh, if you can run like a consistent three miles or so right now, uh, it's a great program for you because it's a little bit accelerated at 12 weeks. Uh, yeah, the end of May is in, or end Aprils in twelve weeks, so that's good to hear. Uh, so yeah, that signed that starts today, and we're running from the store this evening.
5: That's great. Uh, and is it too late to sign up? I mean, even though no, it's starting today, like a
7: week afterwards, we'll let people sign up. Because so. sometimes
5: people straggle in or whatever they been yeah. on vacation, whatever the case might be.
7: Yeah, had people call yesterday. That uh, so yeah, you can sign up a week or so afterwards. It helps if you can run three miles getting going into it because it does start off with a. Uh, a little bit of running to get there. All right. You guys both have an open house coming up, right? Yeah, uh into March, March twenty fourth, twenty-fifth. We've been working on that. Uh I've done this for years at the bike shop and then at the run and bike shop for a long time. So we invite reps in to display product and talk about some of the upcoming um stuff for the year and uh some of the uh, new product that comes out in the spring and usually the showrooms refreshed a little bit more by then with some spring clothing and stuff. Uh, we're gonna do a brew run that Friday evening, uh, have shoe vendors there for demos, uh, Friday evening and Saturday morning for our hangover run. And then Papa Murphy's is coming to make pizza and we'll have some, uh, some places pouring drinks there too. So it'll be a really good time. It's like a open house, customer appreciation party, like, uh, spring kickoff event thing. So yeah, it's pretty good. March 24th and 25th. Yep. And, uh, Cole? Uh,
5: same. Okay. And
7: you're working, bringing
5: vendors and that kind of thing too? Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. We're excited. know, yeah, Bringing some, uh, cycling vendors. So, I mean, it's going to
7: be your cycling and your run, you know, that's going to be the destination for sure, uh, more than usual. Um, we have some crossover vendors like Garmin's coming and he has bike computers and run watches. So they yeah. can handle both those things. So we got a couple of vendors that do both sides to sunglasses, things like that. So yeah, it'll be good. Uh, also our Frosty 50 February challenge is going on. Decatur versus Bloomington. Uh, I looked, you can sign up through February 10th for that. I think Decatur's at 73 people signed up and Bloomington's at 67 right now. Oh, so it's, it's, tightening it's up. pretty close. Up. It was a big gap last week. Uh, but we got a few more people signed up on both sides than last year. So a lot of people are embracing it. Man, like some people are putting down like 40 miles already for last week. Uh, so it's, oof. uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, so uh, we'll start getting numbers here. I think they actually have it like to go the first week. So uh, at the end of the day today, we'll start getting some numbers uh, that people are putting down for the week and see where we are We can keep track of that every week. So that'll be fun. Uh, also, February 20th, we're having a Hoka t- uh, to the store, and they're going to do a demo run that evening at 5.30. Okay,
5: what it, for the uninitiated, what does that mean, a demo run? So
7: you uh, come in your regular shoes, and then the Hoka guy is there, and he has a bunch of different shoes that you can try on, usually like uh, two models. Um, the Clifton comes out anytime, so maybe he has the new Clifton and then the Bondi probably because that's a classic. Go try them on and go run like three miles in them. Uh, no, I mean, they're just uh, for you to try out and demo and no, no obligations on buying them or anything. So it's kind of fun trying some different stuff Well, out. it's nice if you're going to buy, you know,
5: $150, $170 pair of shoes, you, you know, that you know that they're going to be comfortable and, and be right for you.
7: Yep. So, uh, uh, we've used to do these quite a bit. Uh, things during COVID got a little weird, but we're bringing some back online. We had New Balance not that long ago. We got Hoka now. And then our open house in March, we're going to have a, a bunch of different vendors. You could do like four of them, uh, evening. So, um, so yeah, it'll be good. Uh still been pretty busy. Uh so we have some new product with uh feature socks, some new colors for the spring, which make good Valentine's gifts too. Uh new Camo Brooks Ghost, uh new colors in the Hokamok. Uh ASICs has dropped some new shoes for us. And then on is uh on running the cloud shoes. Uh, been a little interesting getting inventory lately, but I think tomorrow I have a big shipment coming in, so we should be pretty well <laughs> stocked on that too. So Uh, and then they're supposed to have new colors of some stuff, but their warehouse has got some issues. But anyway, uh, for the most part, inventory is fairly back to normal. So, uh, shoe launches are coming out whenever they're supposed to. And this month there's a couple others coming too. So it's a big month for shoes. All right. Hey,
5: via Lindsay, do you know what, uh, uh, Cole accurately described crows as a murder? Do you know what a flock of Ravens is? It's an unkindness. I've never in my... don't have any idea who comes up with the names of bird stuff. Uh, I mean, it's always weird, right? Uh, A flock of rooks is a building, a clamor, or parliament. I learned something today. Why could you just say flock of birds, Uh, you know? of Seagulls. That was a band from the 80s. Murder, uh,
7: murder of Crows sounds way cooler. Uh, than
5: an unkindness? Yeah.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people don't like birds. So they're giving them some bad names. <laughs> I'm just curious. Why. <laughs> I, mean,
5: I, don't, I don't know the history. just via Lindsay, via text. So uh, there you have it. FleetFeetDecaterIL.com. SpinCity.co. You can check them out online. Their open house is coming up. Valentine's Day is a week away. Uh, perfect idea for a gift because it's a couple of things. You let them pick out what they want to pick out, but it's also encouraging them to be active in a nice way. Yeah. You don't have to say to Ted, "Hey, get off the couch; you're getting fat." You could just give them a nice gift card okay. that would encourage Ted to go out and do something
2: physical. <laughs>
7: Hey, also, uh, track season's kicking off. There's okay, no I
2: just is, saw the note okay, and I forgot. Okay. You
7: don't have to read every word
5: you're
2: off the email like every Tuesday.
7: You know, you don't have, you,
5: who's running this clock? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I need like a countdown timer. It, I, I've given you one over the years. You don't pay attention to that either. It's it's nice. be, it
7: makes it fun. It should you on your toes. Sure. It does. <laughs>
5: yeah. Huh. All right. Let, let me finish this for Kyle so he can go about the rest of his day. Really Track me. spikes, sprint and middle to long distance in now.
7: That, that's, you read that with uh, uh, great enthusiasm. Well, thank thank you. you.
5: Yeah. Thank you both. <laughs> we'll see you next week.
7: Yeah, Enjoy the you.
5: weather. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team Forecast. Back with more right after this.
4: Today is mostly cloudy and windy with a high near 50. Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low of 29. For Wednesday, a chance of rain, afternoon, and then rain scheduled at night. Cloudy with a high near 46. Then Thursday, breezy with rain, likely before noon, mostly cloudy. And temperatures dipping to around 41 by noon. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 46 degrees. Your WSOY time is 652.
2: Did you know the average age of vehicles on the road right now are 12 years old? Most manufacturers recommend antifreeze coolant exchanges every 10 years. Number one roadside breakdowns is cooling system failure but Speedlube has you covered. They offer a two-part complete coolant system fluid exchange for $79.95 and it lubricates the water pump seals and has an anti-corrosion additive. Don't find yourself on the side of the road this winter. Visit one of Speedlube's six Decatur locations or in Lincoln or Clinton. Get your coolant system checked today at Speedlube
7: Attention. Per the current government mandate, U.S.-based insurers are now required to cover at-home COVID testing kits with no out-of-pocket fees to you. If you have a current insurance plan, you are eligible to receive up to eight COVID-19 tests shipped to you each month absolutely free, as long as the government mandate is in effect. Just visit testkitforfree.com to register now from the comfort of your own home. That's testkitforfree.com to receive your tests shipped to you at no cost. Go to testkitforfree.com today. Paid for by t Euro Health.
1: You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
5: We are back here on a Tuesday. Did you see do you get Mike's memo? Yeah. Do you watch it?
4: Yeah, every week.
5: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know if it's the time it's delivered, you know what I mean? Like, it's yep. it's a Monday, and you're trying to get caught up, and you go, oh, I'll go to that, and then you forget, and then it's the next day, and it's buried, and I'm terrible at it. And it's not intentional. mm mm-hmm. I think it's a schedule thing for me.
4: Sure, it's a middle of the middle of a workday kind of thing. Well, but the first the week
5: work workday when you're back from the weekend mm-hmm. right. and mm-hmm. we've got a leadership call at ten, and then it comes out, and then you're already like trying to. I, it, it, so I'm terrible at it.
4: Mm-hmm. It's all right. You're generally kind of keyed in anyway. You you sort of know what's happening.
5: Evidently, it was Beth and Dom. Yeah. Representing La- Kansas City and Philadelphia. Yeah, Dom. Uh, I didn't even know the Eagles had a fight song.
4: <laughs> she knows everything about that team. Yeah? She, my mom told me that she was listening to Soy City Buzz and Dom talking about the Eagles last night. Do
5: we know the attachment to that particular city or team?
4: We, we, I did at one point. I, I no longer remember. Okay. Yeah. She also likes the Golden State Warriors a lot.
5: That's an interesting stretch of geography.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, both coasts.
5: No, not unusual to be a fan of mm-hmm. uh, you know faraway place. Sure, I just didn't know. I, I didn't know her emphatic fandom for the Eagles. Yeah. So evidently that was the subject of the video. Yeah. Okay. It's a big. Beth, I knew was a huge Kansas City fan because. Uh, over the last number of years, we've had to like, you know, when Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals have had their way or the Patriots have had their way or whatever it might be, uh, you know, she's been bummed about it. So that's she grew up in Missouri. I mean, that's a long term thing for
4: her. Yeah. A lot of Chiefs fans around here, actually. Why is that? Do you think? Uh, in some cases, proximity.
5: It's not too far away. Yeah. Although it's not close.
4: Yeah. And then there's always the, my whole family likes the Bears, so I got to be the other, you know, that kind sure. of thing. Yep.
5: Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm actually happier going into a game when I don't have that vested interest. When I can just sort of kick back and take it all in and enjoy it no matter what happens and just root for a good game, I'm happier.
4: Yeah, I intentionally didn't go to the Super Bowl that, that the Falcons played in, in 2016 because of that. Be- because it, I, it was like, I don't want to miss a snap. Where, where
5: I, was that, that game was in, played? In Houston. Houston, okay.
4: Yeah, and and I was thinking, it was obvious, like, dude, I got to go, right? Yeah. But then I was thinking, I don't want to have the Lady Gaga fans standing in the way or ruining the experience. I want to watch every snap. I want, I, it was going to be better. I, if I knew it was all Falcons fans by me, yeah. I would have gone without even I, thinking.
5: Listen, I, I'll, I'll tell you, this is the, the, the spoiled spoiled truth, I will probably never go to another NFL game in my life Mm. because once you've had that on the field experience, I have no interest in sitting up in the stands.
4: Yeah, fair enough.
5: And I'd rather watch it on TV Mm -hmm. in the comfort of my home with no one spilling beer on me or acting like an idiot or can't see over or whatever. I mean, just... It's it's a better experience. Yeah, now, I get the live. I mean, I know why people enjoy the tailgating mm-hmm. and all that. But once you've been down there at the corner of the end zone with Randy Moss and half the Colts chasing right over you, it's there's nothing you can compare to that.
4: No, that's way different. I've I've not missed a, a home playoff game uh, in probably like 15, 20 years. And, and that is me uh, amongst all the people cheering in the same, you know, same energy that that enhanced it. I understand that. But just going with randoms. I understand that.
5: I'm just saying I, when I don't have any attachment, I tend to enjoy it more because I just, I'm just a fan of the game.
4: Yeah. I'm going to wake up that day, make some food and spend the day with football. It's going to be
5: fun. The only thing I have on Sunday is a mild irritation with the Eagles coach Mm -hmm. for no good reason other than he just seems like, that guy, but that's not enough to like dislike the team. I don't have any, but yeah, I got a root for Mahomes and, and Kansas City.
4: Oh, yeah, you're going to get plenty of opportunities to see stories and vignettes about him.
5: But I'm not going to die or I'm not going to feel bad if they lose. I mean, just give me a good game. I, I, that's the most comfortable sporting event for me. Yeah. No attachment. Just give me a good game. I'm going to watch the commercials. I'm going to eat a bunch of food and just have fun and I don't have any anxiety at all. That will be my Sunday. Be a good one. All right. Let's hope it's a good one, right? That's what I root for most. Give me a good game. Love a good game. All right. We'll be back after Stories and News. Stay tuned.
1: Car? Home? Mobile device? We're there. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
2: This is RJ Crace with your stories now, brought to you by Huff Home Specialties. According to preliminary numbers, last month was the sixth warmest January on record in Illinois. This year got off to a mild start with temps about seven degrees above normal. Precipitation was a little above normal statewide as well. The U.S. Drought Monitor says January's precip leaves only a few spots around the state with abnormally dry conditions. The outlook for this month leans toward continued warmer and wetter conditions than normal. The Millikan School of Music will be hosting its Valentine Gala to raise funds for the program. The event will.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.